Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, Michelle. I hear you like scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, snap. Well, you've got your slashers, supernatural, campy. And I know this is you, Mark. It's not the 90s. Caller ID, bro. The voice sounds good, though. Aw, thanks. So then you've got zombie, creature feature, possession. All right, Michelle, we and get it. No, seriously, are we talking psychological thrillers, vampires? Ooh, found footage. Boo, you whore. Welcome to prime time, bitch. You'll float, too. You'll float, too. Here's Johnny. I see that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Boo You Horror. My name is Mark. And my name is Michelle. Michelle, we're talking about the Christmas classic today, Jack Frost, 1997, directed by Michael Cooney, starring Scott McDonald, Christopher Allport, Stephen Mandel, F. William Parker, and Shannon Elizabeth. All right. I think this was one of her first things, yeah. It was. And we we are getting into the 90-second recap right now with this, and you're starting us this week. You ready? Okay, I, I, I'm hoping that I don't finish the entire movie in my half of the know, 90 seconds. I know, I was worried about that. Yeah. So take your time, you know, really make a meal out of it. Go ahead. Okay, I will. All right, so there's this guy and he's a serial killer. And he gets caught, which is kind of later in the movie, but you find out he gets caught by this sheriff that's just a sheriff of a little bitty town. And he eventually he goes to jail and he's going to get the death penalty. But on the night they are transferring him to be executed, uh, there's a crash with a car. And because it's a snowy night. And when the car crash happens, a chemical spills out. And basically it turns him into a snowman because he touched the ice and it fused his DNA with it. So this snowman gets real mad and he's like, I'm going to go and kill this sheriff because I always said I would get revenge on him. So he goes to his little town as he starts getting real dangerous and he starts off by killing a bully first. And then he okay, adds- and then he um, starts killing everybody else. That The little kid, the sheriff's son is blamed for killing the bully. And then uh, the Jack Frost goes to the bully's parents' house and then he kills the dad and then he kills the mom and that's the coolest death. And then he um, 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 kills the daughter, Shannon Elizabeth. And then he's trying to kill the whole town and the FBI or someone with the FBI is coming in. And it's like classify this information, this chemical that is making up Jack Frost. And then uh, they defeat Jack Frost with um, coolant, with um, what's that stuff called? Antifreeze. <laughs> yes, with uh, antifreeze and the oatmeal. And they kill him and he's bubbled up and in the grave. And he's still alive because he's bubbling. <laughs> he's still alive. I should have gotten <laughs> all the way through it, but uh, there was just so much good. There's there was so, so much. many good details I didn't want to leave out. And I didn't even know there was a sequel until on Tubi. It was like, do you want to watch Jack Frost 2? And I was like, oh my God, there's a sequel. Yes, you have to see Jack Frost 2. It's a good one. That one takes place in a tropical setting, I believe. A tropical setting? Yes. I feel like in Home Alone 2, when he's like, there's no Christmas trees in Florida. And I'm like, how are you going to have a Christmas movie in a tropical setting? Well, they made that work for this one, too. Uh, they shot it in Big Bear Lake, California. And for the past six decades, it was snowing every year. And the year they decided to make this movie, there was no snow there. Oh, of course. That's how life works. So that's why all of the fake snow is all around the area. And it looks so 
Goofy, the snowman at the snowman competition. Bro. <laughs> it looked like pencil shavings. It looked like coconut. That, oh, it yes, looked like they what... rolled around coconut. It exactly. looked like the, the snowballs. You know the the host of snowballs, the pink ones? Ooh, those, those are, are delicious. so good. Snowballs? Where's the fucking Twinkies? I was craving one of those earlier. Maybe that's why, because I was watching this. It's true. I love coconutty things. Okay, go on. Dude, that snow, <laughs> it was like the furriest, featheriest. And like, if you notice when they would walk, like the whole thing would depress as if it was just like a blanket. <laughs> of- it really <laughs> was just a blanket. And when Jack Frost is first um, one with the snow. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> one with the, the guy- snow that really romanticizes it, by the way. <laughs> When he became one with the snow. And it just looks like a guy under a blanket. Just, it did. It just it looks did. like a guy trying to get comfy under a blanket. <laughs> just uh, right from the beginning. I think it's so funny. Those two dudes are on the in the front seat, squished together, looking through this tiny hole. And I'm like, why exactly. does a big truck why? have... One windshield wiper. And why are they wiping it from the inside? Because you can't, it's not going to do anything. I don't even know why their heads were so close together. <laughs> it looked so like close. they were going to kiss. Like the other guy should have just been kicking back, you know, right there in the passenger seat now. <laughs> I just want to point out the town's name, Snowmanton. Mm-hmm. Snowmanton. That's Snowmanton. just so on the nose. Snowmanton. On the nose. You mean Jack Frost nibbing at your Jack nose. Jack Frost nibbing at your nose. When they crash, I was very impressed with the makeup for the chemical reaction when when he became one with the snow or whatever it is that you said earlier. I um, did like that. Uh, he was just deteriorating. Uh, <laughs> and then he was uh, a skeleton. He kind of looked like a mummy at one point. Yeah. And then, and then it was just kind of funny. Then it kind of looked... Look like they just uh what's the snow cone juice called tiger's blood just, yes tiger's blood they took tiger's blood i'm looking for a flavor you're looking for the name of the syrup got it syrup there you go it's just syrup <laughs> <laughs> they took tiger's blood and they painted a little stick man in the snow mm. and just like filmed it in reverse but other than that it was pretty good this movie was supposed to be scary it was they were aiming for it to be scary but apparently they paid some fx company $50,000 to build multiple snowmen and then they showed up with a seven foot tall rubber snowman and that's it so they were just like okay no we have to uh we have to switch gears this is gonna be too goofy so now let's make it a horror comedy so that's the reason they switched the entire thing is because their prop was stupid Yes, um, originally this was just a part of a bigger idea that was supposed to be for like a $30 million movie. This movie (laughs) was made for about half a million. There's like some uh, speculation on how much this was actually put into this movie. But I think think a cool $1,500 was definitely put into this movie. That's a lot of Hostess (laughs) snowballs, Mark. That's a lot. They had to glue them all together. So, obviously, we see the flashback of him getting arrested. Okay, I don't know if this is a stretch, but I feel the serial killer was dressed just like Jack Torrance when he got arrested. It's not a stretch at all, because that's exactly what I thought. I mean, I don't know if it was meant to be, but he looks just like him, and he acts just like him, too. He kind of looks like a young Jack Nicholson. Yes, and his hair was messed up, and he had that like burgundy jacket on. Mm-hmm. Just when he started acting, it was like, oh, that's a lot of Nicholson in there. Yeah. And then I feel like his character is a mix of uh, Jack Torrance and Chucky. Okay, here's a question. If you were going to do this remake today, 
Mm-hmm. Who would you cast as Jack Frost? Ooh, that's a good question. It'd be hilarious to cast just Josh Gad as, <laughs> as the opposite of Olaf. I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. Um, that's a really good question. Who would be creepy enough? I just want Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Even old Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, Matthew Lillard. Oh, he'd be really good. And you know, he's really kind of reached out to the horror genre. Maybe, and he might be too old. I don't know. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. And oh, it's not because of Tremors, sure. but he's just been doing like, and I know he has a lot of interest in um being the new Freddy oh, Krueger. Oh, for sure. That'd be awesome. So I don't know. It's it's like, I just need Brad Dorif because he reminds me so much of Chucky. Ooh, maybe like Bobby Cannavale because he's intimidating Ooh. looking. Bobby Cannavale. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the new Annie? Yes. He plays the rooster character. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. (gasps) Oh, please give me those. That's good. Ah. I mean, he's no longer with us, but I feel Robin Williams would have done (gasps) such justice. Well, Robin Williams in uh, One Hour Photo. So creepy. I love that movie. Ah, Such a treasure. Yes, he was. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Tell me if this made you laugh. The whole touch my finger, touch my knee, thank the Lord it wasn't me. I had to rewind. I was like, what did that kid just say? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That kid was weird, though. That kid is weird. And he had the worst 90s haircut. His hair was terrible. He looked like a mushroom, but. And he was just so creepy. When he would deliver his lines, he'd give like some side eye like, hmm. <laughs> like, no. Before we move on, I have to read these. Husband Mark was so proud of himself for coming up with these that he sent me a screenshot. Because the whole touch my <laughs> finger, touch my knee, thank the Lord it wasn't me. He came up with his own. Oh, no. <laughs> this is his way of weaseling oh, his way onto the podcast. He has touch my toes and pinch my nipples. That guy's death is going to cause a ripple. <laughs> <laughs> I could it could have flowed a little bit better, could but have. I did like the pinching of the nipples. I, I did, I did. Um, sorry, I can't even get this one out. Okay, no, do it. go on with your husband's material. <laughs> Paint my nails and hug my belly. That guy turned into some weird ass jelly. What? I guess he's talking about. I, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> Oh, man. This is what his clients are paying for. This is what he's doing in the office. (laughs) Uh, Touch my knees and clench my anus. That wrecked car, I'm glad that ain't us. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. So that is Husband Mark's contribution to this week's episode. He is very proud of himself. Mark, these could probably be amazingly hilarious and flow very well, and your wife could just not be delivering them it's very well right that. now. It's probably that. Okay, let me try it again. <laughs> Touch my knees and clench my anus. That wrecked car? I'm glad that ain't us. There you go. There you got go. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Good job, Marky. <laughs> Tell me, Mark. Yes. Like, when you go to work in the morning, mm-hmm. does Abby make oatmeal and put it in a Ziploc bag for you to take with you? <laughs> no, she does not. She puts it in foil. <laughs> Because I like to scrape it off. I would just lick it. I do love a good bag of oatmeal. But no, that that, that did not look appetizing whatsoever. But hey, he was being a good dad. I want to give a shout out to this to this sheriff. I wish all cops were that nice. He's a good <laughs> He's man. so nice. It's a good man right there. Good head on his shoulders. Even when Joe is saying, I ought to knock your block off. He's just like, Joe, calm down and just go home, my man. You talked about those snowmen and how they look like coconut and fur and whatever else they look like. Furry ass snowmen. Yes. <laughs> Furry ass snowmen. Sending my first high school band. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I got you. As soon as I said furry ass snowman, I could see it bubbling in your eyes. <laughs> but no, 
those were so inaccurate because if you notice, there was like no snow on the ground. And I'm like, from many winters in West Texas, Mark and I know that you're not going to get a big old pretty round snowman with that little crappy snow. You're going to get a little two foot ugly thing that's going to be gone the next day. It's going to be covered with chunks of dirt and leaves in it. Uh-huh. That's how our snowmen were. They were never they were brown, beautiful, round and white. They were always brown as snowmen. With dirt and crap in it. Yes. I love how much they leaned into how goofy the snowman was. Oh, yeah. Because it was clearly a mascot. He had like oven mitts for hands. Exactly. When the <laughs> sheriff says, oh, great, we got a baseball mitt killer or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the funniest joke, like it had me rolling. It's Jack Frost's first kill in town. And he's in the rocking chair. And the whole time the dead body's rocking and I... I noticed it, but didn't say anything about it. And then he's like, take your foot yes. off the chair. And it stops. Yes. And I was like, the whole time this cop was just rocking this dead guy. It was so funny. I love that. <laughs> I think that's just definitely part of the comedy Michael Cooney added in there after he saw the snowman. Like, it's definitely one of those like cult classics, uh, straight to VHS movies. This movie was shot in uh, 94 and wasn't released till 97 uh, because someone in the production company, I guess they went bankrupt. So a bank like owned the movie during the production. <laughs> and they were like basically let them have creative control just they wanted a finished product that they could sell the bank got it and was like oh my god what is this they shelved it then someone else bought it and there you go i'm glad that someone knew this movie was made to be seen by people like us it's the same company who did the um ice cream man oh Okay. Yes, they're the same people that brought this to life for us. Thank you. Is it possible that they did the ginger dead man? Because that was also a recommendation that popped up after it was done. And it was Gary Busey. I've seen that movie and I've seen some of its sequels and I've seen the um the bong. The angry, Evil Bong. Evil Bong, yes. I love that movie. It's so stupid and funny. Me too. I have the whole Evil Bong series on DVD. So I'm not gonna lie, when I was a kid, I saw the cover of Jack Frost yes. and it looks so scary. And then you see the snowman and like you see his little teeth grow in, but it's nothing like the cover where he's got like this menacing face. It's just like a snowman whose mouth barely moves. It's like a crease. Yeah, I mean the director credited the cover for being one of the reasons why the movie actually did so well to get mm-hmm. people intrigued to watch it, which is why I, I was interested. Exactly. That's what the reason I picked it up. And I wasn't disappointed. I was happy with what I saw. It does kind of go back when like his mouth becomes big puppet like uh-huh. and you see the big icicles when he says world's most pissed off snow cone and he takes a bite. Who does he take a bite out? Of? Oh, he takes a bite out of the FBI agent, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That FBI agent, he is the world's biggest dick. He's the world's worst actor as well. <laughs> he was. And like, he's just such a dick to the sheriff. He's horrible. He punches out 20% off guy. I don't even know his name. I'm just going to refer to him as 20% off salt guy. <laughs> I would be like, I'm the sheriff of this town. Get out of here. That's what the deputy is saying. He's saying you should have knocked him out, sheriff. <laughs> he's too nice. He is too nice, but he's a good nice sheriff. A good nice sheriff. I do want to mention uh, Joe's son, who is decapitated by the uh, snow sled. The crustiest homemade snow sled that just cut off a kid's head by going like five miles an hour. I mean, that was impressive. It was impressive how quick we got a bully death. I was like, oh, that's so nice, isn't it? I love a good bully death. I love a good bully death, but I don't love it when they stretch it out. I'm like, okay, how many scenes do we have to see this kid be shitty? I hate him already. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So just kill him. And he looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in Halloween H2O. Oh, totally. (laughs) Who was also stabbed by uh, a snow 
tool utensil. What do you call them? By a snow, by a rink, uh, a snow rink, not a snow rink. Oh a shit! A snow rink, a snowplow. By a snow skate. So it's the same kind of a thing. Would there that be an go. ice skate, Mark? Snow skate, ice skate. There you <laughs> it's go. An ice skate. I love to go snow skating. You know me. <laughs> we grew up in Texas. There was no ice skating. That duck pond froze over maybe once. And they were like, "Don't you go out there. That's gonna break." You're going to drown. <laughs> drown out there. No one's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a really good point. He did look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he did die by snow skates. So. <laughs> there you go. And when, when the police come, and they're just like, shovel a sprinkle of snow over his blood, and that's it. And you see his decapitated head being carried away in a clear plastic bag mm-hmm. past his parents. Uh, so goofy. I love anytime they took the bo- the bodies out, how there was this like slow, sad, slightly minor key Christmas song. And I'm not even saying that to make fun of it. I'm saying I genuinely liked that because I thought it was a cool addition. Oh, me too. There was a lot of good bits in this movie that they added in uh, to keep it creepy. I wanted to talk about the random extras. Oh, God. <laughs> like in this Please movie. do. I love watching the background actors. I do, too. So when the sheriff and salt guy are talking, one random extra just walks out of the shop with a huge-ass ornament. And just, that's it. He just walks out with a huge-ass ornament. <laughs> and like, okay, that, that happened. Sure. When I watch movies, I see the extras and I always want to look them up or be like what are they doing now like did they ever make it and sometimes I can find them on IMDb and I know that makes me sound like such a creeper but I'm always interested to see like what happened no, to them I, I'm interested too I play a movie game you've played the movie game with me the one that I claim to have made up <laughs> I think I did make it up what's the movie game I'm sure I've played it with you where you say like any celebrity name or movie uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay, then I'll say Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Then you would say another actor who is in that. I remember playing this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you made that up? <laughs> I think I did because I started playing it years ago when I first moved to New York and we were bored on the subway because that was before you had Wi-Fi on the subway. Uh-huh. And I was just, I just started doing that. Fast forward to like 10 years later, and you know I was in some circles, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, it's not impossible. It's because true. Because the only time I hear this movie game brought up is when celebrities are doing interviews. I've heard it twice. Jeff Goldblum ah! uh, is one of them who plays it and somebody else. But I'm just like, mm-mm. I, I, uh, I, I invented that game. I feel like I invented that. But hey, it's getting out there. So anyway, the extras were perfect. I think they added a good little layer of goofiness to this. Agreed. And his secretary, Marla, was hilarious. Seriously goofy as well. She was my favorite (laughs) in the remake. I want to be her. If a remake ever happens, I'm casting myself as her because she, at first I didn't like her character and then I loved her character. <laughs> Only if you have the perm. Only it's if true. you get the same perm. She has a big ass can of hairspray that says hairspray in big ass letters on it. it. She does. <laughs> and she's just primping herself. She's like, I gotta look good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Michelle, this is something I didn't hear until my last viewing of this movie. When Joe is arguing with the sheriff, the the son's dad is arguing with the sheriff. The sheriff says, come on now. Um, he is two feet taller than Billy. Someone off screen goes, not anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. In that voice and everything? Yes, in that voice and everything. Go, not anymore. <laughs> Jake, it couldn't have been a fight. Billy is two feet taller than Ryan. Not anymore. Yeah. What the hell was that? I had never noticed that. The dad is like... 
in grievance mode and he's like yelling and everything and someone's like not anymore that is weird was it supposed to be like jack frost spirit like he's still there was it supposed to be him oh that could have been funny that could have been funny baby i mean i don't know another explanation i'd rather accept that i'd rather accept that than some random townsperson just being an asshole hell no i want it to be a random townsperson very badly (laughs) me too but i don't think we'll ever know we can reach out to Michael Cooney. So Joe's death is next after this. Yes. I was thinking about it and I was like, I kind of want to pick this as my favorite death because I know Mark's going to pick the, the lady. Of course. But the best part about his death, he's like trying to get the axe. Joe is like out of the stump or whatever. And Jack Frost says, you can do it. Put your back into it. And all I heard was that <laughs> song from Save the Last Dance that you can do it. Put your back into it. That's all I could hear. Don't stop. Hit it. Hit it. Yes. That's right. Don't stop. And I just saw Julia Stiles with her terrible dancing. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Do it. Do it. That's how Jack is saying. Gonna do it. Exactly. You sound like him. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think about. So maybe I'll say that's my favorite death because I'm not going to lie. Sally's death was my favorite. But yes, Sally's death is definitely my favorite of this because it's so it's done so well. And poor Sally. She's just such a sweetheart. Nice. But she is also goofy as fuck and a little annoying so, and then jack comes up behind her and he wraps around the christmas tree lights around her neck and then he puts an ornament in her mouth clamps down her head oh that hurts me yes and then he shoves her head into a box of glass ornaments over and over times, bam over bam. and over and then he jabs the christmas tree star into her head because she always wanted to be the angel on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> I was about to say it was kind of foreshadowing, but yep. she wasn't the angel. She was the star. I'm a, I'm a star. Please, I'm a star! Man, the next death and that whole thing, I have so much to say about it. Yes. The next ones are kind of crazy. Okay, yes, please get into them. Okay. Oh, what's the bully sister's name? Shannon Elizabeth. We'll just call her by her real name. Yes. Very, very funny moment when they're having this sexy scene where they're taking their clothes off, but they're wearing so many layers that it just keeps going because it's cold outside. (laughs) That was funny. That was really good. I liked it. All right. Part two. Uh Every lady listening to this podcast and every man with long hair will know you don't shower and dry your hair, then get back in the bathtub and get it wet again. You don't do it. Okay. Exactly. And the last part, why is she in a stranger's bathtub? Ew. And why is she using a stranger's loofah? Double ew. (laughs) That is so nasty. I don't even like, I won't even take a bath in a hotel room because I'm like, I won't even take a bath in my own house because I don't want to be people's soup where I am the biggest piece of meat in You need it. to treat yourself to a bath in your own house, Michelle. I don't like baths. <laughs> okay, so while we're on the subject of Shannon Elizabeth's death scene. Oh, we got to talk about this whole section of the movie. It's its own. Uh, tell me, how, how do you think she died? She was attacked. She was sexually assaulted by him in the carrot. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, because so so I always I thought that was obvious. And then husband Mark I, didn't get yeah. that. And he was like, where's mm-hmm. his nose? Because you mm-hmm. see it kind of float up in uh-huh. the water. Uh-huh. Did you not know that? You just thought he was beating her up against the wall. Yeah, I just figured that out because my last viewing with it, Abby was like, what's he doing? I was like, I think he's just banging her head against the wall. I think that's how she died. So originally it was just her being banged against the wall and the only reason the character was removed is because it kept getting in her eye poking her in the face yes so that's why they filmed the scene with a carrot rising up in the tub i'm glad i didn't get that as a kid oh oh i know that would have 
freaking, it kind of terrifies me now. So did you just realize this, like this most recent time of watching it, like this week? Yes. Really? Yes. I just assumed that the carrot wasn't there because it floated up in the tub. So I just assumed, but yeah. Yep. It's pretty cringe. It uh, is really cringy knowing that. It is like, (laughs) oh, wow. Ouch. Now you know, and now you can't unsee it. And like, I can't unsee it. There's a lot of things going on. So, yeah, Michelle, that's considered one of the most controversial uh, scenes in this movie, definitely. Well, yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I had no idea what was going on all these years. And I think maybe it kind of helped in a way, in the sense of the killer becomes kind of likable because he's pretty funny up until that point. And the people in the town, you're like, oh, they kind of deserve it. But that took a turn that made me be like, oh, this guy, he needs to go. There was a reason he was on his way to the electric chair. That was terrible. Yep. Yep. But uh, another cool death in this one, though, is when Jack Frost kind of possesses the scientist's soul. And then the scientist comes out and he has like this big ass chin. And it looks like (laughs) Jack Frost is trying to take off and he's just like, oh, fuck it. And then he just throws up Jack Frost. Yes. That was pretty funny. And then that's what gets Jack Frost to the car. And the sheriff grabs the oats that the sun made him that morning and slams it into Jack Frost's face. And Jack Frost starts bubbling. Like, it looks like uh, when Chucky gets hurt. You know, it's actually, like, bloody. Well, the snowman has, like, brains and blood. So something in in these oats. (laughs) And it turns out it's, like, the fucking (laughs) antifreeze. And the kid's like... I'm sorry. Like, you knew it was bad the the moment you did it. You were going to poison your dad. Exactly. He goes from (laughs) killing his dad to being, like, the hero of the town. And I feel like a kid that age would know way better than to, like, put that in the oatmeal. He didn't know better because he said, I'm sorry. Like, as soon as it happened. I thought it would keep you warm. No, I swear, that kid's a little psycho. That kid grows up in Jack Frost 3. Does he really? No, there is no Jack Frost 3. There was supposed to be a Jack Frost 3, but the um, actor Christopher Allport who plays the sheriff, he passed away in like 2008 when it was in the works, I think. Um, But it was supposed to be Jack Frost 3, Jackzilla. It was supposed to be like a Godzilla-sized Jack Frost. Yep. I mean... I wonder how much that would cost from the prop company. My favorite part at the very end, you know, he obviously throws Jack Frost in the truck full of the coolant or the antifreeze or whatever it's called. And the family like jumps in and they're all hugging him and they're just chilling in the antifreeze. And I was like, that can't be good for them. Like they should probably get out. And like when he basically baptizes his son in the antifreeze, the kid's mouth is open. Well, he deserves it. He tried to poison his dad. This is what you were going to do to me, you little fucker. (laughs) (laughs) How do you like it now? You know, I saw a meme where it was like my favorite pastime was going to Blockbuster and getting this Jack Frost and then the wholesome Jack Frost and switching the tapes out. Like, so that if someone rented, like, the good version, they'd put in Jack Frost for their kids, and then it was the wrong one. That Jack Frost came out, like, a year after this Jack Frost, Mm -hmm. and it confused a lot of people, because that did happen a lot. (laughs) It was so great. Apparently, this is supposed to be the wholesome version, even though apparently the kid's dad, like, dies and then comes back as a snowman to, like, Uh make up for all the time he didn't hang out with his kid. I was like, this is not a good movie. This is sad as hell, and I can't even watch this. So, like I said this was like a 30 million dollar budget idea that he cut down into this because uh yeah some things just ended up going just not the way he wanted 
I would really love to see his original idea because, you know, like Art the Clown was like a small mm. story within a big story. Oh, I forget what that movie's called, but All Hallows Eve. There you go. I was like, Terrifier was not Art the Clown's first movie. It was just his first on his own. Okay, so Mark, it's Christmas and you have to die in the most Christmas creative way you can think of. It can involve Christmas characters, Christmas food, Christmas traditions. What is your Christmas death? You get to pick it yourself. Okay, I got it already. Okay. I'm outside. There's heavy snow happen. Uh, there's it's like snow flurries all around. It's beautiful. I um, get on the floor. I start making a snow angel. And then I look up and a gargoyle falls on me and squashes me. And then I'm splattered and there's blood everywhere in the white snow. I want a beautiful death like that. That's incredible. So I thought you were going to be like, I'm doing a snow angel. And then a snow shark comes and gets me. And oh, it, my God. It made me think. You, know, you and your aquatic animals always coming in it's... to situations that could never happen. No. I was nowhere near the beach. It's because there's a movie called Santa Jaws, which is hilarious. Oh it's like the ghost of a shark, but the shark has a Santa hat that he wears. So instead of the fin coming up, you just see the Santa hat come up. And he That's has Christmas funny. lights for eyes. Oh, my god! So I would probably want to die at the hands of Santa Jaws. Or I think what a more realistic death for me would be I'm coming down the chimney like I'm Santa, but I went head first because I've never done it before. And then I get stuck. And so I'm like, oh, crap, I'm stuck upside down. What am I going to do? But then I see milk and cookies waiting for me. So I'm like reaching. I'm like, and I get the cookies and I eat them all and I shove them and I end up choking on them to death because I'm eating upside down. And then you're just like left there to deteriorate and people are starting like, what's that smell? No, the children will find me in the morning. Oh, I thought you were still stuck in the, I don't, for some reason. You no, had I'm stuck a really in the long... chimney, but. So your ass is stuck in the chimney and all of your like torso is out. Yeah, like I can see into the house and I reach. And you choked because you're eating upside down. Yeah, that's way more realistic than Santa Jaws, <laughs> right? You, how are you eating your milk and cookies upside down? I have eaten upside down before. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Oh, my God. Like, like what? Like popcorn why, or whatever. Why do, you, why do you say, yes, I have? Like, how dare you not assume I've eaten upside down <laughs> before? <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible like swallowing upside down is not easy people oh that sounded dirty but, <laughs> um, some people beg to differ <laughs> okay i have had this conversation with many people and i always get a different answer but it was triggered within me because the word was said in this movie i don't even remember what the line was dang it but he used the word mushy i got in a three-hour argument with husband mark and one of his friends one time about whether it is pronounced mushy or mushy. What do you say? I'd say mushy as well. Okay, you're correct, because it is not mushy. I'm like, okay, I think of like a bush. It's not a bush, it's a bush. So it's a mush. <laughs> Look at a bush on that one. Exactly right. So I just had to know. Those are for your 70s horror films. <laughs> Boo, you whore, is hosted by Mark Gabaldon and Michelle Tate. It is produced and edited by Abby Anderson. And if you want to support the show, rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and find us on all platforms at Boo You Horror Pod. Who's out there? 
I said, who's out there? Well, it ain't fucking Frosty. What the hell are you? The world's most pissed off snow cone. 